nobody works harder than an astronomer to be able to do uh, image analysis and to be able to develop technology capable of doing imaging. Uh, obviously when we're looking at distant objects in the universe we want the most sensitive digital cameras that we can possibly produce in order to take the very best images and get the most information and often this technology has uh, spin-offs in other areas of life for example in, in medical imaging and things like that and then I think there's a more cultural aspect to this as well which of course is that astronomy and astronomical knowledge is, is by its very nature enriching to our quality of our lives. I mean, understanding the universe and the world that we live in is something which makes us uniquely human. All stars are born at some point in time. They go through a particular stages of life, just like human beings do. You know, they have their youth, they have their teenage years, they have their older periods of time and then all stars will eventually die and so our Sun is about halfway through its life it's about five billion years old and in about another six or seven billion years old it will indeed come to the end of its life so what will happen then is that the outer layers of the Sun will expand and blow off into interstellar space and what will be left behind is a very small remnant of our Sun which we call a white dwarf it'll be a very small dense star but very very hot Now the processes involved uh, basically start off with very small dust grains which are uh, orbiting within these gaseous disks. And these dust grains, they are orbiting around and they bump into each other from time to time and when they bump into each other they stick together and they start to grow and so as they stick together they get larger and larger and larger and eventually after about a few million years these objects get large enough that they actually become planets okay, by this collisional accumulation as we call it. And then if some of those uh, planetary bodies get to be large enough then their gravity is strong enough to pull some of the gas on top of them and so that allows you to then form gas giant planets like our own gas giant planets in our solar system Jupiter and Saturn, Uranus and Neptune but if the planets don't grow big enough to get a large gaseous envelope then they remain small planets like our own Earth, like Venus, like Mercury and like Mars so that's how we think planets form We now know that there are many, many planets orbiting uh, stars within our galaxy and probably stars within other galaxies. Uh, but what we've not found yet is a, a planet rather like the Earth, which might be habitable uh, with oceans and an atmosphere that uh, could be breathable or something like that.